Gvurs Hashem, Perektas Vov, Paragraph, Asher Shem Ha'achas, Shifra, Vashem Hashenis Pua. Rav Shmuel, Echad Amar, Zuisha Vibita, Vechad Amar, Zukala Vachamasa. So it's either a mother and her daughter, or a mother and her daughter-in-law. Right? Now, the Torah didn't tell us their names. I mean, well, whatever. It told us something. Maybe these are names, maybe these are titles of some sort, but whatever they are, how can one learn out their familial relationship through that? Why do we care? It's a separate question. Why do we care? It's, a good, it's also a good question. Right? It's not the question I was asking, right? No. We, we, how do we They're related. How do, how do we draw? Meaning the same answer will, will help us to deal with both of them, yeah. Well, if you can't answer why do we care, then we can't get to your question. Okay, that could be true sort also, of. but they're still different. Yeah. You're saying how, do, how does the drush, how, how do we get from the pasuk to the familial, familial relationship? Yes. That's the question? And not only that, somehow we get, meaning we have enough information even to have a machlekas about it. Like, meaning there's, there's deus to be had, right? There's, this one says like this, and this one says like that. So where are they coming from, right? Meaning... They're coming from a different part of... They're coming from the... They have to be, they have to be coming from the pasuk. Well, they're commenting on this pasuk, aren't they? Then they'd be bringing external information they have on that pasuk from someplace else. Could be, but they would have to say that. Uh-huh. Okay. You're suggesting there's a Masora Moshimi Sinai on who they are. Yeah, well, you don't need Sinai. This is, this was just okay. a historical event. I mean, you're saying that we just we had a tradition. Mm-hmm. And where did we get the relationship between Amram, Yochev, and Miriam? And, and, and we have a machlekas about this tradition. No. And the tradition is secret and it's not being told that we have a tradition, right? Gemara will tell you they're not shy to say, you know, Masoro uh, Bayadenu, right? Okay. Okay. Why did it say Shem Haachas Vishem Hashenis? Implying it was a primary oh. and a secondary? As opposed to a first and a second for two people? No, you, a Rishon Hashem versus Hashem. Well, you could just say Shifra and Pua. Uh-huh. Or Shnei Noshim Shifra Vapua or Shema Achas Shifra Vishem Achas Pua. The first one on one. First and second actually implies a relationship. One prime, one secondary. Oh, so let's take a look. Nice. You gotta learn. It's constantly teaching us how to learn, how to learn the words of the Holy Torah. It's Lashon HaKodesh. Venira Lekach Lo Hizkirosam. Bishmam, Lomer Asher Shem Hachas Yocheved, Mipnei Shelotimsa Shem Yocheved Kodum Ladis Moshe. Meaning she only kind of surfaces as a character, right? As being the mother of Moshe Rabbeinu. Vehaini Shelotoymar Kinolod Moshe Mitzad Amram Vyocheved Shem Bnei Adam. 
Pratim. I mean, if we would have already heard their names by now, right, uh, then oh, there's these people out there. And in fact, he's going to mention in a minute, perhaps, that the, they're even Hashua people, Amram and Yochavit, right? So, okay, so he, so, and he was born to these two people, right? So then Moshe Rabbeinu is the result of two individual people's greatness. And he's very Hashua, maybe, right? Whereas when the Torah presents Moshe Rabbeinu as being, right, that an Ish, me base Levi, right, went and took, took himself a wife, so then it's being it's generic. Because Moshe Rabbeinu is the property of Klausrael. He's the result of, he's the, he's the Moshean Shal Yisrael, right? He's not the result of any particular father and mother. Oh, that's why he was great, because he was, he was the son of, the, uh, of Amram and Yochebed. No, he, he was the Novi of Klausrael. That's, that's what he was. So that's how he's introduced to us, okay? It's not true that he is the result. He's, um, that he came from these two individual people. I think we've discussed this, but just to make sure we understand this point, is um, the klal is always much greater than the prat. Not, not, I don't mean bigger, but I mean qualitatively um, transcendent over the Prat, right? Um, we're going to discuss that the Kriyas Yamsuf was a qualitatively greater miracle than the Makas that took place in Mitzrayim, right? We didn't discuss it yet, right? What? Yeah. You say it in the Haggadah. Right. They had more, what, they had more plagues at the sea than that. Yeah, either five times more, or um, yeah, but but that's needs to be understood. I mean, those are words. <laughs> uh, so the basic the, the basic vision is that when something is klali, something is overarching. It's a principle. It's 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 a fundamental concept. When something's prati, it's. Uh, is that this how this thing is? This is how this thing happens to be. You know, it's always, it's always uh, mikra, and it's always tied to the physicality of it. it means to say, you can always, I don't know, um, you could perhaps you could poison or uh, mutate a particular animal to look funny or whatever it is, play with his genes or, or whatever it is, right? But. Uh, you know, and you have a five-legged dog, right? That's a dog. But dogs have four legs. That's, you know, throughout the world, they have four legs. They will continue having four legs, right? Um, because that's what a dog is. It has four legs. Yeah? So water, just to use the example we brought up with Kriyas Yamsuf, water is something that um, continues to expand as long as, uh, as, long as there, there's where to expand. Right, um, that and that's the exact opposite of water standing like a wall, water separated. Right, so um, the yam is the source of all water. Mayim is mi yam. Mayim is mi yam from the sea. Right, so all water comes from the sea. Sea, there's no, 
Yamagadol is the way that the, that the ocean, you know, in English, there's distinctions between ocean and sea, right? In, in Lashon HaKodesh, there's no such distinction. Uh, yam means both ocean and sea. If you want to try to express it clearer, you can say Yam HaGadol, the great sea. Which, which is the Mediterranean? No, Mediterranean or, or the ocean or any of the oceans, meaning the... Yeah, as opposed to like a, a small sea, um, you know, like whatever it is, the Black Sea or something like that. Right? So anyway, but uh, but the point is, yam yam means you know, uh, um, it means a sea, it means an ocean, it means the, if you think about it, the distinction that there's different there's Pacific Ocean, Atlantic Ocean, Indian Ocean. These are all just terms of convenience to discover because right? all these bodies of water are connected and there's, there's no like actual hard divide so it's all one giant sea one giant yam right there's a difference between seawater salt, salt water and fresh water right correct yam is salt water uh-huh so my my yam is, is not salt yam. water yes sir what my mayim is salt water Okay. My all the water in the world, what it comes from the ocean, comes from the sea. From the sea. Now, um, it can be separated away from the salt which is in the sea, mm-hmm. right? For example, when it goes up and then comes back down as rain, right? So, so in an agam, in a in a lake, right, or in a nahar, in a river, you will end up having fresh water. Right, without the salt, but doesn't mean all that water still comes from the from the yam. Right, ninety nine percent of the world's water is in the yam, right? And the the water that is not in the yam either came from the yam or is somehow going to the yam, right? Okay. So the the yam is the <coughs> that's the that's the principle of water. It's the concept of water. Yeah. So, so when when that is imp- when that is split, that means the entire element of water, one of the four elements of the world, has been changed, as opposed to dvarim pratim, individual things such as uh, you know, uh, a particular area has frogs in it. It didn't change the nature of frogs throughout. The, it didn't change the nature of what a frog is in an abstract, right? Just these frogs, there was a lot of them, or they were all over the place, or whatever it is, right? So that's why it's... So the point is, um, the klali is always fundamentally greater and transcendent over the prati. Yeah? Um, so Moshe Rabbeinu is, the, is, uh, is who he is. It's, it's a klali thing. It's not, it's not, it's not a... He's not the result of an individual, two people who are very good educators. You know, his, his father was a really wise man, and his mother was a really righteous lady, and and they gave him very good chinuch, and that's why he became the man he became. Right? No, he that that, that would be way too small. He was something completely above uh, a, a nuclear family unit. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, that he was 
transcendent from all man. Um, Alpne Adamaf that that had that was on the earth. Kasher Kasher Yadua Mimadregus Moshe, like is known uh, in Sefer Tiferes Yisrael, Maral spends a lot of time discussing the Madrega of Moshe Rabbeinu, obviously because that has to do with Kabbalah Satora. Vim Yoimar Hakasuk Moshe Nolod Mi Amram VeYochaved. If 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 that's how we, we would have been tagged in the Torah, Bnei Adam Pratim that Amram and Yochaved are just two individual people, then he would not be this transcendent being. So by um, making him, you know, being born to generic parents, which the Torah does not say who he's born to, is, is generic, right? So then it, then it actually allows him to be more transcendent, right? It's, it's generic is people without a face, just people. He was born to parents, Okay, that doesn't box him in. It doesn't limit him in any way. Does that make sense? I I often uh, go back to this incredible explanation of morale. Um, I think it was Rav Yosef used to say that when he would hear his mother's footsteps coming, let's say up the stairs, right? So he would... He would say, let us stand, let us, I think he's referring to himself, stand up to be makabal the Pnei to receive the Divine Presence. And you and I spoke about that. With the, um, the cast uh, yeah. yeah. um, so, so the question is obviously, why only when, she, when he heard her footsteps, meaning, what about when like she was in the room with him and they were conversing, he should have been like standing the whole time. I mean, if the Shechina is here, you're not going to sit down, right? You can't, you're not allowed to sit down in the Harabais, right? If you're in the presence of the Shechina, so the whole time you have to be in the presence of the Shechina. And yet, it sounds like only at that point when she would be walking into the room, she would have sat down afterwards, not. And so the Maral explained that when he hears her footsteps, then that's it's the conceptual mother coming in. It's, he hears mother without yet all the details of her with you know what's her mood today, you know, what kind of dress is she wearing, what is she talking to him about. Once already the, once already she's in the room and she's entered then, then it becomes then it becomes the, the person, you know, the, the individual person. Right? And it's only the concept of mother that parallels the Shekhinah. Not the individual mother. Right? The individual mother is a person like anybody else. She may even be flawed, may even be not as perfected as you are. Right? You may have better midos than your mother does. Right? But the concept of mother, the, 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 the being that brings life into the world, in that she is similar to the Shekhinah. Another example we spoke about was was Hachnas uh, right? that these random strangers, they, the, the, their presence is greater than than, than being a kalupnei right? Because again, they're generic, they're generic, they're generic Jewish neshamas. Once already, if it would be your friends or people that you know or whatever it is, then already, then the pr- it becomes a prat. Until now, it's a cloud. So what's so we're saying that the personalization detracts from the 
from the from the abstract transcendent thing that we all have in common. So what's the dynamic between the? I mean, it's not like we're absolved of give it up aim once we start uh, talking to our mother. That's right? true, but nonetheless, uh, the the you don't have to stand up the whole time, and um, you know, on a certain level, that fact that she is a mother still remains, right? But now it's already been layered over with all the individuality the of who she is. What? Imperfection. Imperfection, but even even just the individual, it's an individual, person. It's a prat that stems from a cloud. There's a cloud called a mother. There's a cloud called a Jewish person, right? Uh, an oreach, right? It's, a, it's just a random Jewish person, whatever it is, right? That cloud is speaks to the the loftiest thing in us, which is the way in which we're most summa to Hashem. What's the, what's the word? Most summa. What? Similar. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Isn't the flip side? I think that concept is beautiful by a parent, a mother, a father. But isn't the flip side as regards an individual like it just feels very Christian to me? Why? Like the virgin birth. Like no, the other way around. I mean, he, he had he had a mother. He had a, that's the whole point. I mean, they always talk about her mother, right? Everybody knows her name. Bias is the other way around. I mean, Yochavah was a person. We can talk about Yochavah as a person. When we talk about Moshe Rabbeinu, there's no shaykhs to Yochavah. I mean, to say, it's, I, I remember actually I was, imp- I, I, I was like, to a certain extent, embarrassed about it many years ago. It was someone, when I was just becoming from, someone made a comment like, you know, who here knows the name of Moshe Rabbeinu's parents? And like, a few people maybe raised their hands, right? And he said, who here knows the name of that, you know, uh, that, that guy's mother? And everybody raised their hand, right? So you see how brainwashed you are by the culture you live in? Okay, fine. But Lomaisa, it's an unfair, it's a, it's an unfair state. It's, it's, that, was an unfair, that, was a, that was an unfair blow, right? Because, hare, if you read the Torah, right? The Torah itself just says Moshe Rabbeinu was born to a man and a woman. On a purpose, conceals who he was born to. Whereas by them, they're constantly talking about this, right? Meaning, so so the Torah wants us uh-huh. to not associate. Right now, the is in the parents to this miracle happened by us. It's it's negating the parents so we can elevate. The, Be- right, because the he was something that was beyond that, right? Unless we get distracted. What? Lest we pin Moshe Rabbeinu, who he was, to those two great people he was born to. Right? So, they were great people. Not looking to take anything away from that. But that's, but like, you know, there's, that's not what gave Moshe Rabbeinu his great. That's not what defined him, who he was. Cool. Thank you. So, Lohaya um, Motion lived. So, if we would think that he was born to, you know, we would kind of identify him as being the product of, of Amram and Yocheved, B'nai Adam Pratim, who are individual people, Lohaya Motion lived on Mikol Adam, Sherei, who Misiaches El Aviv, 
because he is related to his father, he's associated with his father. Uh, in in his um, individuality. So it's just a little piece. He can't be the he can't be the novi for all of Klaus. So he's not he's not doesn't encapsulate the entire Jewish people. Because he, we wanted to show that he was not connected to a, to a single person. Klau at all. Rak el ish bestam. To the concept, a man took a woman. Vezemadrega yoser mishilu hayalo yichus el adam prati shehu pratize. Again, even if he would be a great man, he is a tremendously great man. He is the. He's, uh, the greatest man in the, uh, amongst the Jewish people. It still would be a diminution. Yeah, because a prat is by definition, even as the best little prat, it's by definition qualitatively less transcendent than, than the cloud. The cloud is the principle, right? If I have two apples over here, I have one apple, and then you brought me another apple, so now I have two apples. Good, there's apples, but... But the, but the mathematical concept of 1 plus 1 equaling 2, I'm sure there's like very long proofs of how people, you know, what people learned out from it. And they, you could probably find entire beautiful, you know, dissertations on 1 plus 1 equaling 2. Right? <laughs> Whatever, right? So, so th- th- that is a, a much more transcendent thought. Okay. Vidavka kodum leidaso. And this, uh, the fact that the Torah does this, you know, to kind of present him being born to generic parents, that's specifically prior to his birth. She told us Moshe, the birthing of Moshe, it did not come as a result of a particular man. She Oz. Then he would be related to that. He would not be separated. He would be separated. But now that we've said no, he just had a father. He just had a, uh, he had a father and he had a mother. So then he's not locked in to any particular thing, the Vuhu Nivdul Moshe. And that's fitting for the for the tremendous tremendously transcendent level of Moshe, the Davar Zedavar Mufla this is a wondrous matter. If you think about it like we discussed a little bit, I'm sure there's a lot more here, but it's, it is a absolutely incredible thing, just another way that shows you the incredible wisdom of the Torah. Not the way we would have written it. Vodi is buyer lekaman beperik sheacherzeh. Okay, let's stop here. Just because we bring 